It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Promptly Potter, where each episode we flex our critical analysis muscles and break down a question about the Harry Potter novels. This is episode 90, and today's prompt comes from chapter 33 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire titled The Death Eaters. Hi friends, my name is Richa and I will be your host for this episode. Today's prompt focuses on the relationship between Lord Voldemort and his most loyal followers. The prompt is... Voldemort refers to his Death Eaters as my true family. What does family mean to him? Do his followers truly believe in and respect him, or are they only loyal to the cause? So this chapter comes right after the pivotal moment in the Harry Potter series. Lord Voldemort has risen again, and of course the first thing he does is summon his loyal Death Eaters to him so that they may behold him in all his resurrected glory. He does have a flair for the dramatic, but what else would you expect from a kid named Tom who decides to make his friends call him Lord Voldemort at, like, age 16? Anyway, the Death Eaters are truly shocked to see him. I mean, most of them believe that they would never have to see him again. And Voldemort is very disappointed in them, and he tells them so, that they've all seemed to just renounce him completely and go back to living their normal lives as though they were never in his service at all. They even ran from the dark mark at the Quidditch World Cup as though they were perfectly happy to run around in their Death Eater costumes, but the minute someone reminded them who they actually serve, they ran away. But Voldemort decides that if he punished them all for disloyalty and unfaithfulness, he'd have very few followers left, so instead he just treats everyone to an epic evil monologue about how he survived and was finally brought back to life before he gets his ass kicked by a 14-year-old. So as the Death Eaters are apparating into the graveyard, Voldemort says to Harry, Look, my true family returns. Which is a brief but interesting insight into his character. I mean, this is a person who's never really had a family, and as soon as he found out who his true family was, he rejected them. He can't bear to think about where he came from, especially the fact that he came from a muggle father. And he goes out of his way to deny it and throws himself into the cause of pure-blood supremacy. If he actually thinks of his followers as his family, then his definition of family is more than a little twisted. He seems to think that family means loyalty without question, even devotion. Something to be enforced by fear and power. And he uses his power to keep a hold of his followers, to control them, to keep them in line, and to remind them that their fate really rests in his hands. His quote-unquote family is supposed to obey him without question, 
and carry out his orders without hesitation. So that's what family means to Voldemort, people who are unwaveringly loyal to him. And it's easy to see how he could come to think that. He's never really had a family before, as I said. He's never really had anyone in his corner, anyone fighting for him. As a kid, he felt powerless and alone. So it makes sense that once he discovers he has magic and belongs to this magical world, he uses that power to intimidate and control and strike fear into people at the orphanage and then at school, and eventually to recruit a band of devoted followers who will do anything that he says. He's never known any other kind of relationship other than having power over other people. So that is what he comes to define as family. But what about the Death Eaters? What did they feel about him? I think based on what we know of the Death Eaters that we do become familiar with over the series, there are very few Death Eaters that truly seem to believe in and respect him. Bellatrix Lestrange is one, Barty Crouch Jr. comes to mind, people who are truly loyal to him specifically. But we know people like Wormtail only joined up with him because they believed that they would be on the winning side. Wormtail isn't particularly loyal to Voldemort out of any belief in his cause or in him. He's loyal to Voldemort out of fear, out of wanting to protect himself, out of a sense of survival. And he returns to Voldemort again not out of loyalty or out of a particular desire to see him resurrected, but because he fears the other Death Eaters who might come after him. He again wants his powerful protection. Most of Voldemort's followers seem to come from old pureblood families and seem to be people who believe that the wizarding world should belong to purebloods alone, that muggles and muggle-borns should not be allowed in, and should even be eradicated and expelled from the wizarding world. The wizarding world should remain separate and superior to the muggle world. That belief in pureblood wizarding supremacy is older than Lord Voldemort, much older. Remember that Grindelwald was the last person to stir up that kind of sentiment across Europe, and the last person to lead a movement dedicated to expelling and eradicating muggles from the wizarding world and from the world at large. The people who became Voldemort's very first Death Eaters when he was at Hogwarts are probably people who had those beliefs and who were raised in those beliefs even before Lord Voldemort came along. But remember that Voldemort himself is not pure blood, and he might believe in pure blood supremacy, he might believe that wizards deserve to be separate and above muggles, that muggles don't belong in the wizarding world and all of that, but he is far more concerned with power and with defeating death. He seeks power, he seeks control, and he seeks immortality. So I honestly don't think that eradicating muggles and muggleborns is his primary goal, but it does seem to be the primary goal of most of his followers. Voldemort is a very dangerous and very powerful, and at least when he was younger, a very charismatic person. I think he inspires loyalty in his followers through a combination of fear and the promise that if they do join him, he will also work on eradicating muggles and muggleborns. His actual goal is to be the most powerful wizard in the world, to be immortal. I mean, his literal name is Voldemort, the one who flees from death. But his followers don't really care about all of that. But because he's a really dangerous wizard, they have to act like they do care about that. But look at how many of them immediately disavowed and distanced themselves from him when he vanished. And look at how many of them occupy pretty prominent positions in the wizarding government and in society. 
Voldemort was one way for them to achieve their primary aim, and when Voldemort vanished, they went back to their lives, and they went back to other ways of achieving that aim, by working for the Ministry, by passing anti-muggle policy, for example. Sometimes they'd go out on a limb and cause the Chamber of Secrets to be opened at Hogwarts, for example, or torture muggles for fun at the Quidditch World Cup, but mostly they lived a pretty quiet existence and didn't really seem to miss Lord Voldemort very much. Now for Voldemort, it's useful to have followers because he can't do everything himself, especially when he's focused on gaining immortality. But I think that even though Voldemort for some reason calls them his family, Voldemort and the Death Eaters are really mostly just using each other to get what they want. Maybe with the exception of Bellatrix Lestrange, there's no real bond between Voldemort and the Death Eaters, other than the ones that are magically enforced, like the Dark Marks. As we'll see as the rest of the story plays out, Harry and his allies have an advantage on that front, in that they genuinely care about each other. Their relationships aren't built on power and control and fear, but on love, which, as Dumbledore would say, is the strongest weapon that they have. Of course, all of that is just my opinion. Tell us what you think about today's prompt over on MuggleNet.com's social media channels and use the hashtag PromptlyPotter to join in on the conversation. Promptly Potter is produced by Marissa Osman, edited by Patrick Muselek, and is brought to you by MuggleNet.com.